Hey, hey guys, it is Jen Aguirre again here with another episode. Um, I am really enjoying this process and I'm really enjoying sharing it with you. I've been getting a lot of really great feedback, so I definitely want to keep this up. I have a lot of ideas and different things that I want to talk about. So we're going to roll right into the next one. Um, This one talks about creating boundaries. uh, And this is why I feel like I've been fairly successful and I'm not here to toot my own horn. I'm here to just kind of share what has made me be successful in everything that I do in like my business, in parenting, in, you know, whatever it is that I do. Um, And the reason why I personally feel like is that you have to create boundaries. And these are things that I teach to my clients um, about creating boundaries and putting yourself first and People tend to like get a little squeamish, I guess, about the word being selfish. Like, I, uh, you, you do need to be selfish. Like, you need to take care of you. And I don't care if you are a mother or if you're a healthcare provider or if you take care of the elderly or take care of your in-laws or your parents. The only way that you're gonna be good to anybody and that is your kids, your career, you're a good boss, you're a good business owner, is if you're good to you first. So the best way that I could do this is to give you examples about me and then kind of like give you a few little anonymous examples about some clients and then teach you guys some tools. So for me, it's I refuse to do certain things on certain times and certain days. And the reason why is because the only way that I could be a good health coach is if I am the picture of health, right? I have all these issues and medical issues and injuries and all that other stuff, but I don't ever allow them to be my excuse for not doing something. I want to be the girl with Crohn's disease that's able to hold on to muscle. I want to be the girl with a herniated disc that can still squat 300 pounds. I want to be the girl that had bursitis in her hip that you know, again, has really good hip mobility, which I don't. Um, There are a lot of things that I want to be so that I can put that out there so that I could teach people about how to be that way or how to break their own walls down because at the end of the day, you are your own worst enemy. You are the reason why you're not where you want to be, okay? Of course, you need to like have guidance and have tools and, you know, have a coach or somebody telling you what to do, but you're the reason why you're not getting there if you're not there or if you're not on the way there. So getting back to this whole like being selfish thing is I don't compromise my time with my kids to work out. I make time to work out where I don't have to compromise my time with my kids. I don't book appointments with clients during times that it's my time to work out. Like if somebody wanted to do a phone interview at 10.30, no, I'm sorry, I don't have that time available because that's my time to work out. Oh, well, that's really selfish. I want like what I, I want to join your program. I don't know if you really want to join my program. And at the end of the day, I'm not going to compromise my time because, and here is the thing. You, you, there's a lot of things that come from when you compromise your time or break your boundaries that can come out not so great, okay? And I will, I, I, I like to be like an open book. I like to be like a, you know, what, what do they say? Like a, whatever. I was going to say like a glass house. Like you could see everything, okay? Um, but that's not what I meant. <laughs> the point is, is that I, I like for you guys to, to be transparent. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so... If something happens, right, you, let's just say, if you were to compromise your time or if I was to not 
do my workout or not do something so that I can do something for somebody else and then they ended up not doing what they were supposed to do, maybe they didn't answer the phone and I didn't end up going to the gym, I'm going to be mad and I'm going to be mad at myself but there's a very high chance that I'm going to take that out on somebody else. Okay? And this literally leads me right into the book, The Four Agreements. That is the first book that I read, and I believe in audiobooks, but this is the one that I think is a super simple read, and I do think that it's a, you should buy the book and have it sitting right next to your bed. I live my life by the four agreements, and one of them is do not take it personal. And the reason why I'm talking about that one is because... I try not to take things personal when people lash out at me because at the end of the day, I know that it's a reflection of what they feel about themselves. I, I am kind of going in two different directions, but it's the same, it's the, the, the theme that I'm getting at is what could happen to you. And then it just so happens that you're aware of it if it's happening to somebody else, okay? But I don't want it to happen to you. So let's just say if you did something that you weren't, that you, you took an appointment when it was your workout time or you took a phone call when it was your time to be with your kids and then that person like just totally did not respect your time, they canceled at the last minute and then now something happens, right? And your kid says something to you and your fuse is short because you did something that you shouldn't have done. You compromised, you broke your boundaries and now you're a little edgy and you snap at your kid for no reason. It's not your kid's fault. Like, if you had just finished a workout and your kid had said something to you, you would absolutely need, you would absolutely not have snapped at them. You would have just rolled with the punches or reacted totally different. So these are potentially things that could happen. Now, uh, this this is a rule that I've always followed from the beginning because I don't allow anybody to take, like, and I will, and I will also say this. If one of my kids is sick, right, and it's 5.30 in the morning or 5.45 in the morning and that's my cardio time, no. I do not say don't take care of your kid or if somebody is needs your help. I don't mean that. I mean about things that you can control. I mean wake up earlier when you know that your kids aren't going to be awake and get your workout in so you don't have to worry about somebody interrupting you. And then if it has to do with like a day off, if it has to do with work, don't take appointments on Sunday at this time. If you're somebody that's a business owner, you own hair or what like, uh, well, you own a hair salon. You know, if you always work out at the same time at that day, like do not answer your phone at that time. Put your phone on silent. That's it. That's your time. So you have to make sure that you are taking care of you so that you don't start being mad at yourself and taking it out on other people, okay? Because that is 100% a legit thing that can absolutely happen, okay? So these are the things that I teach people about. Now getting into, like literally rolling right into that whole don't take it personal thing, um, this is also, and the reason why I say that it was the first book that I read when I got out of the hospital, when I was in the hospital, that this is one of the books that they recommended. Super simple read, and it kind of like had helped me with a lot of clarity. It, don't, don't get me wrong. There are times that people are going to lash out at you. There are times that people are going to say things to you that are going to hurt your feelings. There are things that people might have said to you in the past that maybe now you realize that it is their issue and not yours. But it, it, it kind of puts things into perspective. So for me, and I kind of talked talk to you guys a little bit about my history in the, in the second podcast, 
um, where I talked about my dad. I don't know, I don't remember if I went into detail on this, but my entire life my dad told me I'm stupid and I'm never gonna amount to anything. And like, he played mind games with me. Like, I wanted to be a dancer at one point and I, I, this is a, an exact example. Here is an article for a dance audition for tomorrow. Then the next day I'm getting ready for it. Are you really gonna go? You're not good enough. These the people that are gonna be auditioning for this are people that have been dancing since they were three, not since they were a teenager. Oh my God, like, like that, you got a 96 on your test. Where are the other four points? Like nothing's ever good enough. Um, it, like, I, again, you're never gonna amount to anything. There's nothing wrong with the people that work at McDonald's, but like, that's just something that he used to always say to me. Um, you're just gonna end up being a cashier somewhere. Um, so, it, 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 for me, and what I didn't realize until the hospital thing is that that was his issue. My father didn't have a good education. So I'm not going to get into, and I, I really have gone back and forth with myself as to whether I was going to talk about what, and I, and I have talked about it on websites and stuff like that, but you know, my, my father didn't do legit stuff and we'll, we'll kind of leave it at that. My mom was a paralegal. My dad w went to bed at two in the morning, woke up at two in the afternoon. My mom, you know, had the job. My dad did some shady stuff. You know, then he ended up getting busted. Then life was different there. Um, and just a lot of crap, okay? So I'm just gonna leave it at that. But my father didn't have a good education. So when he was unable to do the things that he was doing most, that he did most of my life before he got in trouble, he had nowhere to go. Like he, he had the education of somebody washing dishes or somebody that, you know, that a busboy or something. And again, I'm not at all trying to say anything bad. There are a lot of busboys out there that are in school to become doctors. I'm not, I'm just talking about, he had no resume, he had no credentials. So my father, almost his entire life, and even during that point, the second half of my life that where I lived at home, he was lashing out at me all the time about being stupid, but that was his thing. So all those years, I'm thinking I am stupid, and it took me a really long time to believe that I was a smart and educated woman. It took me, it was a lot of like, I was in my own head when I was studying because all I was thinking is just too stupid to remember this material. You're never gonna remember this stuff. So I would have to study something five and six times because I'm in my own way. So that, like, that's another big thing. Uh, and this is another thing that I teach even to clients about not taking things personal when it comes to the haters. So um, now I'm really kind of going off on a tangent, but I'm gonna probably end here. Um, but. Like, they, I always tell my clients when they get their first compliment, I, I'm, I'm super happy. And I, of course, I'm ecstatic for them. But as soon as I'm done being happy for them, I warn them about what else is to come. Because the most successful people don't have a huge group of people that, are, that they are really, really close with, genuinely close with. Okay, the more successful you are, especially if you're going in a different direction than your quote-unquote click, you're gonna get more lash than you are gonna get support. Um, and that's, and, and, and I want you to really listen to me when I say this. When somebody, when you're seeing success and you start getting compliments like, they, they are, the face that they have on as they're compliment, oh my God, did, did you lose weight? You look like you lost weight. As they have a face on right now, like they just ate a poop sandwich. Like that's the face that they're making. So it's not at all a compliment, okay? 
it's or, or like, oh my God, are you sick? Like you lost a lot of weight or are you eating? You lost a lot of weight or did you get surgery for like the people that they, that they haven't seen them in a really long time? Like everybody just jumps right to the negative. No, how about just hard work and commitment and discipline? And then the times that you're around these people and what's the big deal? Why can't you just eat that? Meanwhile, just, just so you guys know, my clients get refeeds. They get to eat sushi and a burger. They have to earn it. There's a way that they do it. I don't tell my people that they can't ever eat the foods that they like, have a glass of wine, but they, they do it in a structured form so that when they do the refeed, they're either at maintenance and they maintain their goal or they even lose weight after a refeed if it's done properly. So like somebody making a comment like that, and, and here is what I want you to really listen as I say. Your success reminds them of their failure. And what is the famous saying? Misery loves company. So you, they can't be around you as you're sitting there succeeding. As you are, it's not your refeed day. You're eating your Tupperware food that's pre-packed, that might be rice and chicken or potatoes and steak or whatever it is, but it's on your meal plan and it's part of your program and you've already lost 40 or 50 pounds, but yet they wanna talk smack about you. like. It would be, and there's a funny meme out there of like, you you uh, can literally eat McDonald's and Taco Bell and nobody bats an eye. Uh, you're like literally giving yourself diabetes and giving yourself heart disease. But then the second you walk around with your own Tupperware, everybody's got something to say and it's legit. And it is because your success reminds them of their failure. So you are making them uncomfortable and they don't like that. So they have to make themselves feel more comfortable because they're, self, they're being selfish. So they wanna make you uncomfortable. So they wanna sabotage and have you join them in their own misery, in their own excuses, in their own lack of discipline. Okay, so I'm really gonna, I'm gonna leave you with that one. Um, and again, I want you to really think about starting to create boundaries, starting to come up with a schedule. One of the things that I teach my clients is you should have your food prepared for the whole week or at least three, four, five days in advance, never run out of food, always overlap your food prep. Um, and then every night, look at what the next day. Not everybody has the advantage of having the same schedule every single day. Um, and if you watch the day in the life, the day in the life video I have on my YouTube channel. And then there's one that literally just came out minutes ago. That's on Blackstones, which was a better version of it. I redid it cause I kind of messed up the first one. The camera wasn't working, whatever. So, um, basically that it shows about how there are, I have a day planned. I know exactly what my day is, but as a business owner, sometimes I'm throwing curveballs like, I pride myself on my customer service. I have very high standards when it comes to customer service. So I pride myself on my customer service. And if I, if somebody fills out a consultation request form, I'm going to give them a call within 24 hours, usually that day. So for me, it's always been like, okay, I want, I want to be able to be that for, uh, to have room for that. So now, now I, 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 I'm gonna be very honest, I just got distracted because I'm driving somewhere and <laughs> I realized I missed my turn. But, so in reference to like the, the planning the day before, I always make sure that I have time for the things that I need to have time for 
if a wrench is thrown in my day, I have wiggle room for it. I will get back to somebody, whether it's a call or a text message or, hey, do you have time tomorrow to talk or something if I don't have the availability. But I can usually always squeeze it in during a drive or something. Um, maybe during a time that I would just be getting ready, but now I can get ready with a headset in my ear and talk to somebody about a phone interview. Whatever. Now I'm going off on a major tangent, but getting back to the whole boundaries, okay? So I recommend that you guys read the four agreements and really try to live your life by some of those like tips that I've given you um, and read in detail what each four agreement is and stand by it 100%. Um, and then start creating your boundaries um, and start putting you first so that you can be good to others. Try to recognize if you do snap at somebody or if you're in a bad mood at work, where did it come from? Did it come from because you didn't get in your workout in the morning, because you stayed on the phone really late with somebody that is maybe not really a good friend and she's she or he is not normally there for you, but you were there for them last night and now that made you not be able to wake up early and get in your workout. So like... Think about some of the things that you're doing. But I'm, again, I'm not saying to not be a good friend because you can. If, you, if that's the case, that you were there for somebody that was there for you, you're not compromising, okay? I mean boundaries that are something that you can control. You don't have to see this client at this time. You don't have to see this person at that, that time. You know, you can make it, they, they'll make it work for your schedule because you have to take care of you. The only way that you're going to be good at anything you do, whether you're an employee or a business owner, is if you take care of you first. So now I'll really end with that. I hope you guys like this one. Um, I hope you find some kind of fire in it. Um, and I will talk to you guys soon. Hey, hey guys, it is Jen Aguirre. I am back with another episode, and today we are talking about negative energy. Um, and the reason why, and I feel like everything in my life happens to me for a reason. It happens to me so that I can experience it, get through it, and then teach you guys how I got through it. So I am never upset at anything that happens to me. But I'm going to tell you about literally what's been going on with me for the past week and a half, and then what I realized today, okay? So I know you guys won't be able to see what picture it is that I'm talking about, but I'm referencing a post that I put up today about one of my guy clients that's in Wisconsin that I do coaching with. He does not come on Zoom. So I have some clients that I train on Zoom and some clients that I just coach. I give them their workouts. I give them their meal plans. I change them both up sporadically. Um, and... This guy lost 124 pounds, uh, and his transformation picture is absolutely amazing. But before I get into the details about that, I want to rewind. The reason why we're talking about negative energy is because I encourage people to rid yourself of negative energy, and negative energy could be a job that you hate, that you can, I know it's tough. Um, I did a video on, on fearing change um, or have, and, and, and it, it actually, I've gotten a lot of really great feedback from that video and great comments on it, not being afraid. Um, I literally picked up my entire life and moved all by myself from New York out to California in 2005 by myself. 
And then we literally closed our successful 11-year business and moved uh, to Nevada. That was the whole point of the fear of change. And it's scary. And you know, having something and then having to start all over and all that other stuff. And that's literally happened to me twice in my life. Well, three times, if you really count what happened to me 20 years ago. So um, basically what, what I like to teach people about is n- getting rid of negativity in your life. And that's part of the reason why I moved across the country. I felt like there was a lot of negative energy in in the area that I was when I was back home. I have a lot of family members that are very supportive of who I am. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of negativeness linked to where I was, and that is why I made the change. Um, so I've I've coached people on how to get out of a job um, that they hate. You know, I know it's scary, but go and take a class. And you know, even though you're miserable in the job that you're at, knowing that you're making Making a change, it's a lot easier to deal with the misery of not liking work when you're taking a class at night and you know that that class is going to lead to a license or a certification or a promotion and then you'll get out of your miserable situation. But I, I, I said in one of my last podcasts that like one of my biggest pet peeves is people that complain about stuff and don't do anything about it. So negativity is one of them and negativity could be a friend or a family member also you might be friends with somebody that you've been friends with for 20 years but maybe your years ago or now your paths are going in two different directions and you know maybe if you just met them now you guys would never get along and there's nothing wrong with breaking ties because it's not bringing you peace it's not bringing you to a better place in your life and if you want to be somewhere better and you're in an environment where it's actually bringing you down and not lifting you up then you have to be selfish and this is kind of like a piggyback on what I talked about in the last podcast about being selfish but you know negativity negative energy um you know I don't consider myself an influencer even though somebody else might want to label me that I, I I won't call myself that I'm a personal trainer I'm a health coach I people in the past week I've had multiple people call me a life coach so I, I you know I, I I like that so I, I'll take it um but you know people have commented and and you know, on YouTube videos and on pictures and stuff like that. And they've been negative. Um, And I really try to not, I really try to separate myself from that and not try to defend myself. So I'll tell you a story of something that happened a very long time ago. I used to be a sponsored athlete. Um, The company still exists, but Misfit Clothing. Um, And there was a shirt and it said, um, I have a kid no, uh, I have a six pack, a kid, and no excuses. And I took a picture with Koa. I had a hat on, um, and we were in our old house in California. And Koa was like, I don't even know, maybe five at the time. Uh, he was leaning on me with his little uh, cars um, uh, uh, slippers on. It was a cute picture. And somebody took that picture and shared it on their fan page, and it got so much negativity. It was ridiculous. There were like 600 plus comments on it, and this was like eight years ago. Uh, 600 plus comments, and 500 of them were negative. So that put me in a really bad place back then, and that's where I really truly learned my lesson. I mean, of course, I learned my lesson about ridding myself of negativity when I moved, and a lot, but like sometimes you lose your way 
and you need a little reminder. And that was my reminder during that time. Um, I got comments like, oh, she probably has nothing wrong with her. She probably has a sugar daddy. Her kid probably knows the inside of a gym better than the inside of a gym daycare, better than the inside of a book. Um, What's uh, what's. Uh, what's that kid's dad doing wearing a sports bra, like calling me a dude? Um, just It was just really bad. So I, d- I made a pact with myself that I, like, I wasn't going to give in to negativity. And then it kind of stopped for a while, and I started getting people that, like, it got shared on a lot of different fitness pages on Facebook. This is, like, really before Instagram. And I would get people that would... Um, tag me and defend me and I made a video once and I said listen I'm good I appreciate the tags and I love you all so much but I won't comment anymore so you could tag me you know just to stick up for me if you want to and but I won't go and like even like your comment because I don't even want to see what the first person said that that you're defending so I, I did that then and then like again occasionally people would make comments so this is kind of leading me to this Negative energy will affect affect everything. And if you're somebody that has injuries or medical conditions, negative energy, along with nutrition, I mean, I really stand by the nutrition thing, um, it, it, that exaggerates everything. So when I say mindset, I talk about the five components of fitness and mindset is the first one, then nutrition, then training, then cardio, then recovery, right? That's the order in which I put it in. The mindset can be so many different things, right? So you have a lot of inflammation in the body. Maybe you're not sleeping. Maybe you have a lot of negativity in your life. And besides not eating right, you're in a negative environment and and that those hormones and everything will cause so much stress and cause more inflammation even if you are following a plan. So, I will say you guys uh, well, maybe you don't, but I think I mentioned in one of the podcasts, I have a herniated disc. Uh it's something that happened to me um in December 28th, I think of 2019. I was in the hospital for 4 days. I got out on January 2nd of 2020. You know, I started seeing a chiropractor, started working with um, uh, a specialist that that works with people with herniation. And I mean, literally, it was an amazing recovery. Within eight days, I was squatting 300 pounds. And I truly do believe, yes, I stand by the fact that they helped me through the process. But I do believe that it was because I eat healthy. And I also believe that I refused to accept when people would say to me, Oh, you have a herniated disc. I hope you know you're never going to barbell squat again. You're never going to deadlift again. You're never going to be able to do this again. You have to make sure that you're doing this. So I refuse to accept that. And that actually motivated me even more. And that's kind of like how I've always been. Like 20 years ago when I got my certification, like, oh, a girl trainer, that's, you're never going to be successful. And then I'm like, oh, all right, watch me. I got 9,000 certifications within the first three months of me being a trainer and, you know, whatever. So I'm not going to sit here and talk about my career. Sorry about the noise. I'm driving and there's a motorcycle right next to me. So um, I, uh, this past week, and this was the first time, I am so excited about all these new things that are going on in my life, the podcast, my YouTube channel, all that other stuff. You guys got to follow me on YouTube. Just search Jennifer Aguirre and then you can find me. Um, and this whole week I made, well, the, the last week, I made a whole bunch of videos. I did not do any of my core exercises and I only in seven days, which I usually, five out of the seven days, I do my reverse hyperextensions, which is an exercise I swear by and I truly believe that's what helped me. Um, and I even write it into all my clients' programs, whether they have access to that machine or not. 
But um, I didn't get it done at all. And then Friday, the Friday before something happened, um, I actually uh, did three and a half hours of YouTube videos back to back. Like I did a, a leg workout and then a dynamic workout. And I didn't do my reverse hyperextensions at the beginning or at the end. Um, so right there, I feel like that's where it all began. Then I had a workout with this guy, Andy, because I've been training myself for years. I, a couple times I had somebody put me through a workout when I was doing a show. Um, but, and I do believe that I train myself very hard, but I do feel like, you know, sometimes every now and then somebody just needs to get their butt handed to them. And so I hired this guy, Andy. He does, he works with this uh, piece of equipment called the Newbie, um, which it actually was designed for like rehab style of, of like training, but he puts a whole bodybuilding spin on it. So since I want to increase my leg size, but I also have issues with my knees and my back and my hips, I did one session with him and I was hooked. So now I just do one day a week with him on quads and I feel no pain. So I could actually really go heavy and maximize on my quad days. This video is not about him, but we were doing, we were like doing a PR and I don't mean like a one rep max. We were doing uh, hack squats and it was heavier than the week before. And I, there were a lot of other circumstances. I didn't warm up with my reverse hyperextensions, a couple other things, a couple other factors. I was wearing shorts that were actually really tight on my waist, and that actually makes my back hurt, whatever. We're not going to get into that. So we're at the, uh, we're at the top set, and we were in the middle of it. We were doing a rest pause, and I got three plates on each side, and we stopped for the five seconds, and I let my core go. And remember, I haven't trained it all week. I let my core go and I pushed my butt back just to like stretch and I felt something in my lower back. I did not tell Andy. I know that wasn't very smart of me, but I didn't tell him. Um, and I just kept training. Then towards the end of the workout when we, we did the leg press and then towards the end of the workout, we were going to do lunges and I told him about my back. So then we did uh, backward walking on the sled, which was actually part of my therapy. It was part of my warm up and cool down when I was going through my quote unquote rehab that I don't even want to call it rehab. Um, and I was like, oh, I do those on the regular, but I hadn't done them that week. So um, my back, I made it through the workout and it was great. The That day, like that night, it was a little bit bothering me. And then the next day I found this phenomenal chiropractic place. It's called um, uh, Las Vegas Valley Care, I think. Um, I literally just came from there. I made a YouTube video. It's going to be out in like probably two and a half weeks because I have so many videos ahead of it. But I found them. And what I love about them is that they do everything. So I haven't seen a chiropractor since March of last year because they've been, well, actually I saw her like two other times when they reopened um, in California before I moved out here. So um, basically the point of this is that I started to feel great. I did a workout with Andy yesterday. I did all my core exercises that I was supposed to do and then some that even my new chiropractor had showed me. Started the workout and I didn't feel pain. I was just very aware of it. Did the whole workout and I annihilated it. I videotaped it. Again, it's going to be in the, in, on YouTube. So please keep a lookout for that. Um, I'll give you, I'll tell you one thing that I did. I did not like five reps. I did, I think I did 10 or 12 reps uh, with nine plates on each side of the leg press. And I got up and no back pain, no back pain all day this morning. So this morning I, and now we're finally back to the beginning.
I posted a picture of my client being down and I got a few people that sent me messages and a few people that commented on the picture. And I don't know why it threw me for a loop um, because it also happened last, I do 30 day challenges. Um, I'm actually going to be doing another one in April. So, you know, you should follow me on my social media so you can keep an eye out for that. But, um, I, what happens is when you do the 30 day challenge, I pick a top 10 and then social media votes for first, second, and third place. So one of the girls, she was number five. She sent me a picture facing the right off of the before and a picture facing the left. So I flipped the picture just so it would be facing in the same direction, but she has tattoos on each side. So I got a lot of people that like sent me messages like, what's up with number five? Or somebody else that was like, number five is bull. Like two different tattoos. Duh, you should have noticed that. And I just really didn't acknowledge it. But then this kind of like brought that back up again. And I'm like in awe as to how anybody could look at that picture of Miles that I posted and just pick apart negativity. Instead of saying, wow, that's an amazing transformation. Wow, he should be proud. Wow, just anything wow. You make a comment about the picture was flipped. So he took the picture himself in selfie mode and then somebody else took the after picture. So he has a tattoo um, of a son, I think it is. And it was obviously on the other side and I was getting private messages from people. And I don't know why, but it just got me so mad and I'm driving to the gym. I even made a, a, a rant about it. And I never rant on Instagram, Facebook, social media. I haven't done anything like that in years. And what do I do? I lean over to go get my keys and I felt something in my back. And good thing I had a chiropractor appointment today. So I do my core exercises at the gym because today was just core stuff. And then I go to the, the, the chiropractor and we were going to make a YouTube video out of it because I wanted to introduce YouTube to them, talk about how they've helped me. They helped me last week and all that other stuff. And um, they really did change the game. Like we, we had such a good time filming and I kind of said, like, right before I went in there, I said, I'm not going I'm, to, I, I got to get this negativity out. Um, I actually went back on, it wasn't to do a rant, but it was just to tell people, you know what, this whole situation had such a negative impact on me that I have to protect myself. And from now on, if anybody, and I'm, this is a warning kind of, if you make anything but a positive comment on any one of my posts, you will immediately be blocked and your comment will be um, deleted. And I won't even acknowledge it because I just can't allow that into my life. And I actually had a little bit of a stomach ache today going into the gym. I didn't do anything different. Um, I had a little bit of a stomach ache while I was training clients. Uh, my back hasn't bothered me training clients on Zoom in a really long time. Um, and then again, that whole thing with like, I felt it when I reached for my keys. And now I feel great because they did everything. So they did the whole adjustment and the whole workout. And now I feel great. But now this is where the, the whole purpose of this is... I have the advantage of having Crohn's disease and all these medical issues that the second something is off with me, my body will tell me. So, and then, and then I also know what it feels like to feel amazing because I only eat good food and, you know, I do my very best to have like nothing but positivity in my life and put nothing but positivity out there. So the second something crazy happens to me, I can feel it. Not everybody has that. So... I just encourage you guys to try to move forward 
in your attempt to being more positive, leading a more healthy lifestyle, being more selfish, taking care of you so that you can take care of others, being more disciplined because you have the fire to do it. If you have kids, like your kids are watching, and I'm literally plugging every one of the podcasts. Um, getting negative people out of your life to protect your aura, to protect yourself, and you will start to notice something amazing happen to you. It's so much more. I tell people when they join my program, yeah, you come to me because you want to lose 5, 10, 20, or 120 pounds, but ultimately I'm changing your life. Like, Ultimately, and this is true examples, you're going to want to open up a business. You're going to want to get out of a job that you've been getting bullied at. You're going to want to go for a promotion. You're going to want to stop working for somebody else. You're going to like, these are the things that happen. And then the bo- the brownie points, the bonus is that you look incredible. That really is the actual the the, bra- the 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 best part. That's not that's what comes second. It's all the other things that come first. So. I hope that something that I said today inspired you to make some kind of change in your life, um, inspired you to, you know, stay away from negativity, inspired you to not sit around and gossip, um, inspired you to find something else that a new hobby, like I'm also very much loving my new hobby of editing videos now. Um, So like that kind of, whatever, I'm not going to get into that now. Um, But I hope you guys like this. Um, pay attention to your body, pay attention, um, to what happens to yourself when something good happens and then when something not so good happens, um, and try to get rid of that, try to get rid of that energy, um, And I promise you, I mean, it will have an impact on you and everybody else around you. And without even trying, I have clients that are like, oh, my wife, my husband, my kids, um, my aunt, my grandmother, my mother, um, these people are, I'm not even telling them. They're just noticing a change in me and my attitude and of course my pants size and my dress size. And now they're wanting to do it. They just, I walked in on my daughter doing planks in her bedroom. You know, this is like a legitimate true story. Um, So, you know, protect your aura, be selfish, take care of you. um, Don't allow negativity, even if that means that you have to ignore it. So I'm going to, now this is my new rule. um, And if you're somebody that follows me on Instagram and you just be careful what you say, because I am very much going to protect myself because I have to. And I'm also going to protect the people that I love and my clients are the people that I love. And Miles does not deserve anybody to question whether that before and after picture was legit. So, and and neither does any other client. Neither does that number five in the challenge that worked her butt off to get that transformation and you're going to go throw neg- negativity on it. So, um, no more negativity for me. No more rants for me. I love you all. I hope you like this. And... All love.